Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to a brand new Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. And we're not FaceTiming this week. Nope. We're, we are in person. We're here live. in person. How is Bloomington, Indiana? Uh, it was great. It was great. Cool town. It's a, uh, it's a cool city. town. Indiana University and Grant Thornton have partnered with their business school and their public policy school to sponsor a number of challenges where we hear from the students there how they would propose solving particular challenges and a number of other collaborations uh, that span commercial and public sector. I'm really excited about it. Going back in a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Now, I don't mean to cast aspersions on the kids because they're... Young adults. Young adults. They're kids to me. I mean, I'm an old man shaking my fist at the sun on my front porch telling him to get off my lawn. Many of those people I look at and and recall uh, telling people to get out of bed in my own home. In your own home, right. To Haley, Hannah, and Mimi, I I wasn't talking about you. Oh, big shout-out to the kids. What kind of ideas are they coming up with that either make you say oh, those poor misguided youth, or, wow, this is really great, and I'm optimistic about the next generation of problem solvers. You know, it's not so much the specific solutions to challenges that they posit, but the thoughtful way they go about putting them together, the professional way they present those ideas, the logical flow that they use to pitch them, um, that's what gives, gives me hope. That's great. Yeah, that's great. It was really enjoyable. I'm looking forward to go back again. Well, you came back to a joyous celebration of the brand new fiscal year. So happy new year to you, my friend. Happy new year. It's a wonderful it's, occasion. It is New Year's Eve Everybody's here in the nation's excited. capital. It's just the the September buying rush is over. Yeah, that's it's interesting. The contrast between. The fiscal new year and the real new year mm-hmm. is the hangover starts before New <laughs> Year's Day. Well, it depends how you're doing it, I guess. Um, wow, you're you're doing it better than I am, I guess, is what I would say. <laughs> well, it just I just mean we 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 got the continuing resolution signed. Yes, there was some suspense as to whether or not that would happen, but I guess when it was eventually signed. Everybody knew that's what was going to happen. All right. So, of course, because we can't just let a good thing lay there and rest for a little while. So the CR runs out November 21st. Already we're hearing full-year CR, which a lot of people are saying, we're going to the president to say that's a really bad idea. I noticed, for example, on the Air Force – excuse me – uh, Association of the U.S. Army, AUSA website, they have a story up that describes the kind of the holding pattern the Army is in because of the CR. We'll see more of these all throughout government in the coming weeks, but the Appropriations Committee chairman on the Senate side, uh, Senator Richard Shelby from Alabama, went to the White House to say, Mr. President, we need to get appropriated bills. Are you optimistic, pessimistic, or neutral about that possibility. So I appreciate you're putting this in the context of defense because that adds a national security layer to the consequences of a long-term continuing resolution. But every agency is saddled with the inability to innovate to start new projects under a continuing resolution. So every agency 
is hamstrung under a continuing resolution. And that means almost that you've really slowed the wheels of government for that long period of time. Mm -hmm. There's a huge risk that we end up not being able to negotiate appropriations for all agencies and have to suffer a continuing resolution. On the other hand, even if it looks like a continuing resolution, you may find that there's a minibus, a, a subset of agencies like Defense and Homeland Security that are fully funded, uh, that are fully appropriated uh, for the for the rest of the year, or um, you actually end up uh, getting the appropriations done. Because, you know, the percentage of issues that are actually in question are so minuscule. Mm-hmm. They're highly controversial, and that's what gets things tied up in knots, but really – the vast majority of these things are non-controversial and ought to be easily agreed to. What do you see in the conversation about the new fiscal year that is different than previous years or is happening at a different, higher level, lower level, whatever, than previous years or anything? Or is this so far, has the discussion around the new fiscal year and funding the government been kind of the same as what you've seen in the last half dozen? You know, what I find reassuring is the continued momentum on the president's management agenda. But I also see some urgency about needing to show some gains from all we've invested in time, money, and effort in those things. Um, So we want to be able to calculate return on investment from a lot of the efforts we've been making to improve in these areas. What else should be on people's radar screens right now? What should people be paying attention to in the management arena that maybe has gotten obscured by this budget discussion? Now we're in a CR. It's not great, but it's not a shutdown. And so where should people's attention be now? I'm not sure I can say for everybody, but the development of the FY21 budget is important because that'll get us through the next presidential inauguration, if it's enacted. And a lot of the administration's priorities will be reflected in that, including in the management arena. One of the things I'll be looking at in FY20 is the Technology Modernization Fund. This is a genuinely novel way to unlock investment for modernization that we've otherwise been unable to do. There's a potential to really grow that and have it not have the impact on appropriations that it's had in the past. So I really hope that we can show some success from investments that have been made to date so that Congress fully or increases funding for it in the future. Well, there has been some indication that Congress doesn't really care that much about it or isn't happy with the results they've seen so far because I don't remember which, but one of the original marks had zero dollars the TMF. That's right. Probably a function of a lack of communication between the executive and legislative branches. I've noticed some bipartisan criticism from from our friends in the oversight committees that they're not getting the kind of information they need to support, and they want to support, the administration's initiatives. The comedy between the branches is not what it should be. There are a lot of things distracting both sides. Huh. I wonder what you could be referring to. But the, hmm. we ought to we ought to be able to strengthen the relationship at least between staff at those levels 
so that both sides are getting getting and giving the information they need to get their jobs done. Is it as simple as just providing return on investment information or status updates as to the projects that are already in the pipeline, or is there more to it that uh, the, the executive branch should give to the legislative branch? I don't think it's even that narrow. Open lines of communication, sharing of information, transparently answering questions that have been asked. Ultimately, you do want to show that what we've been doing is going to have a return, mm-hmm. either in performance, efficiency, or savings. Yeah. But often, those are hard to calculate or, or, or further down the road. It's great to see you, as always. It's never not a crazy time in this town. That's correct. But it's always great to see you. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.